This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And when you're 45, your body changes a lot. So what am I dealing with now? I woke up today going, holy that was a, you know, there was a few hits. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Tuesday. Our favorite day to dive into some NFL futures here before we dive fully into the NFL Week 2 coming up uh, the rest of the week here. Ian McDonald's going to join us 4 for 4 and at CRG Futures on Twitter. He joins us 20 minutes from now. Very interested here what he's got in the futures market. Uh, and we'll get to some NFL week two line moves, but Joe, let's dive into some team stuff here. Uh, we heard from Tom Brady there. It's funny listening to Tom last month. He, uh, is this, is this feel like the first time he's ever really been open about his age and his reality? He's like avoided it. He's pretended it's not real. Like he doesn't talk like he's a 43 or 42 year old quarterback. The last month he's very open. Like, Hey, I got a lot of bleep going on. I'm 45. Hey, I got bumps and bruises. I'm 45. It's like, it's, it's interesting. He's acknowledging what he is now after pretending he's not old for years now. He gives no blanks anymore, right? That's you know, it. What, yep. What's he got out of New England? That's exactly what's happened. Okay, so I'm trying to think of someone that is very guarded, that puts on an act. Oh, I don't know. Like the quarterback that we saw on display last night. I'm trying to imagine, could we ever see this sort of a turn publicly from Russell Wilson? where he's just like a, a normal dude or he's open about everything. Another guy with married a celebrity. So will, will we ever see this, this kind of Russ? Because you, you never thought you would see it from Brady. No, we'll never no? see this Russ. No. He's not he's, a real person. He's fully committed to the bit. I mean, he's fully committed to whatever this character is he's created. But, yeah. But I, I does don't... anybody like it? Does, uh, does he realize like nobody really likes this? Everybody sees through you. Your fake is blank. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't think anyone does. He's, I've yeah. never met anyone who says, you know who I love? Russell Wilson. Like, we all respect the no. player. He's, he's a great player. But like, but, like, no one likes Russell Wilson. It's just even his ex-teammates, they rip him every chance they can get. Every time Richard Sherman talks. He could tell he just doesn't respect the guy at all. And he wanted he want, they want a Super Bowl together. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's it's bizarre. All right, let's dive into some futures here, Joe. Team futures after week one. Some movement in terms of the market, divisions, win totals. Where do you want to start? Super Bowl? What, what, do, you, what do you want to think, talk about? I think we should start with Super Bowl movement after one game. Okay. The, mm-hmm. the smallest of sample sizes. And we, we see some movement. Now, San Francisco moves down, naturally. Trey Lance 
Okay, now there's some concern there. We're down to 25 to 1. Dallas is 50 to 1. 50 to 1. Now there are reports that he could that Dak could return in four to six weeks this morning. Yeah, that's so, and that's pretty significant because uh, I believe their first game against the Eagles is week six. I mean, that's got to be the game that he's potentially targeting. I don't know if he can make it back. This reminds you of Russell Wilson last year. It's a very similar injury, the way it's being reported. Thumb surgery, and he came back pretty quick. Now, it took him a few weeks to play. Like, he, was, he didn't play well those first few weeks, right? It didn't seem like he was ready, but I wouldn't no. be surprised if Dak pushes it and tries to get back ASAP. I mean, they're going to need him. So, but man, 50 to one, that's a fall for the Cowboys. Here's the biggest move. Well, and is it a buy time for the Cowboys? Hell no. We're selling the team anyways. We felt that coming into the year, but now they're touchdown underdogs. Are they going to lose to Cincinnati? Probably. That's a really good spot for the Bengals. Um, so what do you think that number is going to be in another week and another month if he's gone for that entire month? So, yeah especially with everyone hot on the Eagles. Okay, this is what I think is the biggest uh, team of note in the Super Bowl futures market. Minnesota. Whoa, is everyone hot on them? Like this this makes me this makes me want to sell them. I have nothing to go on yet, but this makes me want to sell them that after one game, everybody is completely buying in. Vikings are t- as low as 22 to 1. They're 22 to 1 at MGM. Sunday, Joe G, Sunday morning, I took a look at this team. I'm kicking myself because I didn't make a play. Maybe there will be down the road, but I did not make a play yet. They were 40 to 1 on Sunday morning, and now they're 22 to 1. This is, you want to talk about peak overreaction? I like them. We like them going into the year. Love the change at head coach. I think they're going to win the North. Odds cut in half after one after 60 minutes of football? Are you nuts? So you mentioned a minute ago, what are, what are Dallas's odds look like next week if, if and when they lose to Cincinnati? So let's play this out for week two. Tampa Bay is playing the Saints. Okay, Tampa Bay right now is the favorite to win the NFC, plus 275 over at BetMGM. They have the second shortest odds to win the Super Bowl behind only the Bills. Let's say Tampa Bay loses to the Saints. Joe, the Eagles, who also have been steamed up over the past month and a half, including a win this week, right? The Eagles are at 14-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl right now. They're at 40 in the offseason, 35. They, then all the offseason noise, right? The, the Dak injury. The winner of Eagles-Vikings on Monday night. If the if the Bucks lose to the Saints, where is the winner of the Eagles and Vikings next week? 2-0, and off to a big start. The Eagles are 14 to 1 right now, Vikings 22 to 1. Are we talking about the winner of that game being 12 to 1 or 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl? Maybe. I I Maybe. would I would say I lean no on the Minnesota. Philly 100%. Look, Joe, they are six favorite for the Super Bowl right now. They are right outside the top 5. Like right. we we're we're going to do power rankings tomorrow. Some of us are going to have Philly in the top 5, I think. Maybe I'm Good. looking at the person. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. We'll maybe. see. We'll see. But I mean, the NFC is so damn soft at the very top, and they could arguably be the best-looking team in the NFC in the NFC right now. Uh, so I I would be willing to say yes on Philadelphia with Minnesota, since they're still in the twenties. I'd say no, but the betting market is is just screaming that they love these Vikings. So maybe maybe if they take care of business. 
in commanding fashion. Back-to-back games, Packers, Eagles, that's how you start? Then possibly. Yeah, and I think the, the Eagles move probably has to do with the Dak thing, right? Because look, think about their path to the NFC East. The Eagles schedule, and if Dak's going to miss significant time, you can make a real case. The number, the, If the Eagles beat the Vikings on Monday, their path mm-hmm. to the number one seed, it, it's you see you could see the road. I mean, it's a lot of season ago, but you could see the road. A win over Minnesota, soft schedule, no Dak in the NFCs. I get it. I get why the Eagles are being moved up because – they, if they go 12-5 and five and have number one seed, I mean, they've got a real shot. Well, let's look at the path on the other side. After Philadelphia, Detroit, New Orleans. That's a Sunday morning game. So um, mm. Chicago, Miami, Arizona, wow. Washington. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Their next tough game, their next tough game after Philly is Week 10 at Buffalo. This game Monday night is really big. Like, we could be talking in January and say, why are the Vikings or the Eagles the one or the two seed? That game. Because the head-to-head matchup. It's a gigantic game early in the season. So those are the big Super Bowl movers. Um, anything in division interests you? Let, let, let's more? remember to check those odds. Let's remember to check those odds. What's one seed when those are reposted? Minnesota, yes. Philly. I mean, th- th- that might be a real bet right there. Division, I here's a few things that I found interesting. So the Eagles number... It's getting out of hand. It's minus 155 after one game. The Giants down to plus 500 after yep. uh, being plus 750. NFC North, very close between the Packers and the Vikings. That's notable. Some books have the Bears third and the Lions fourth, and some flip it. Some have the Lions third and the Bears fourth. Colts number after the tie, not budging at all. Uh, AFC West, I thought, was interesting because you can still get the Chiefs at plus money. The best number I see is plus 150 at so do I want to go with the Chargers? Not enough value. Broncos didn't like what a bit of what I saw last night. Raiders start off with a loss, but they are 10 to 1 for the division. So just, just a few things that jumped to me. A uh, lot of overreaction. The teams I like, the number dropped way too much, or there it just isn't enough value in teams that had losses or ties that I do like to win the division. So I, I don't think there's a bet to be made in the division, but the movement's interesting. 
Yeah, it is. Um, if there's one, the fact that the Ravens are still plus money after they won and everybody else yeah. lost, or the Browns won, but um, the Browns and Steelers won, Bengals lost, you know, the second favorite lost, and the Ravens are still plus money. I, I, I still like that one for Baltimore because that one hasn't moved much. All right, let's go to some team stuff. Um, win totals, depending on the book you look at, you know, they get reposted every week. And I think there's opportunity here. I, I took a couple last year during the season. Team wins a game, and that number jumps up. And it's like, is that did week one or one week really change the whole thing? A couple of things I, I thought were interesting in the um, the win total market. So tell me, of these three, which one you think is the most interesting? So the Bucks, I believe, are at 11 and a half this morning at one book. I would take the under on that. I, I didn't think the Bucs were going to win 12 games before the season. I'm not changing my opinion off of one game against Dallas. So Bucks under 11 and a half. That's out there. The Giants have been moved up to eight and a half. That feels high. I know there's something interesting about that team. The Dable factor. And they've got three straight home games. Are the Giants going to win nine games this season? Maybe. But I would take the under. I mean, eight and nine still wins you this bet. That's a big season for them. They were horrendous the last five years, right? If they get to eight and nine, Brian Dable did a great job. You still win the bet. And the Colts is at nine and a half. I could still see the Colts winning 10 games. I thought they'd win 11. They blew one on Sunday. It's I think it's even money at 10 games, or nine and a half, it is. You know, the over nine it and is. a half. I would, I would still yeah. take that. I still think they'll find their way to 10, where it would be 10, six and one now. So of those three, Bucks under 11 and a half, Giants under eight and a half, Colts over nine and a half. Which one do you like the best? So that Bucks under number at BetMGM is plus money. So that's that's interesting. I wrote down Giants as well, but I wrote down opposite. I wrote down Giants over, over seven and a half, though. There's a seven and a half. Okay. Well, so that, that's a big difference. Right. That's yeah, a difference. It is. Of the three, if I have to pick one, is it Colts or Bucks? Oh, that's a tough one. We know that I just can't get past that cult schedule. It is so soft, so mm -hmm. soft. And I still trust that Matt Matt Ryan. He's better than what we saw to Philip Rivers a couple of years ago. He's going to be better than what we saw to Carson Wentz last year. This right. happens every year with the Colts. It's is this the spot to buy them, or do we want to wait? Is there an opportunity that they lose this week? Who who they got this yeah. week? Jacksonville. They have Jacksonville. So Jacksonville, Kansas City, Tennessee, Denver. Is this the buy time? Oh, that's tough. The, the Denver game's on the road. Or do we do it after week three? After, let's say, they lose to Kansas City. Yeah, we could but wait. You Kansas City. Yeah, you could wait. Could wait. So I think Bucks. I think Bucks under 11 and a half. That's my favorite of the three that you mentioned. Yeah, the Giants one is interesting because what, what, depending on the number you get it, if you ask me right now today, Predict the Giants. I would say eight. I think they're going to get to eight. Their schedule's pretty light. They have the Cowboys in two weeks without Dak Prescott. Three straight home games coming up here. It's just a big leap. Like, it takes a lot to get to nine and eight in a season that people thought they'd win, what, seven, six? To get to nine mm -hmm. and eight, that'd be a lot. But it's in play now after they stole the week one game. Okay, I wrote down three. Tell me which of the three that you like. Uh one one or two I really like, and then one I'm just it's interesting. And we'll start there. The movement. Vikings just talked about the possibility of them being the one seed in the NFC. Over ten and a half. Ten and a half to the over. Do we see that? 
11 and 6 are better. Broncos. One book has reposted the win total so far this morning. Nine and a half. Obviously, I'm talking about the under. Broncos under nine and a half. It's even money. And the Bengals number is also nine and a half. And I'm considering the over there. We're not going to see five turnovers out of Joe Burrow's offense all season long. So maybe you get a little bit of value there. So Vikings over ten and a half. Bengals over nine and a half. Broncos under nine and a half. What do you think? The Broncos number. I, I have to look at the Vikings schedule. You went through the, the uh, you know the next five or six weeks, but the Broncos under is my favorite one there. I mean, they they that was a game they're supposed to win last night. Like when you count Broncos wins before the season, you say they beat Seattle. They win that game. They had they're they're off to a fast start because they have the Texans in week two, and they've they've wasted that away. Um, I think the Bengals are going to be very tight. The Bengals feel like a sweat. Nine, ten wins. Mm. They feel like a sweat. I don't think they're going to have eleven. And I think they're obviously better than eight. So I think you're sweating that one, but it's interesting. The Vikings won over, you said 10 and a half? Yeah, that's tough. I think that's, here's a, here's here's my hesitation on that one. Is that before yesterday, we could have found an eight and a half on them. Like, whoa, are we going too far in a game that was, they were favored to win, they win. And then all of a sudden it goes from eight and a half to up to 10 and a half. It seems like a bit of an overreaction. So of of the ones that we talked about, I really like Bucks under 11.5 and, and Broncos under 9.5. What do you think? Yeah, th- I think those are our best ones. I might put those in today. Th- those feel like good I'm- Yeah, good win totals. That It's not it's not that much of a reaction off of week one, but yet the numbers scream it to us like, hey, these teams aren't going to be in that range, 10, 12 wins. Joe O, Joe G, it is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM next. Love Ian McDonald with us. CRG Futures. Can't wait to see what he thinks in the futures market after one week in the NFL. That's coming up next right here on the BetQL Network.